Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I want to talk to you about faith for this new year. Faith, I called it, I was calling it faith for your future. Faith, you got to have faith if you believe this next year is going to be the best year of your life. We're in it, you know what I mean? But now we're getting ready to fast, pray, get focused. Like, what? how am I going to change this year? Well, look what Jeremiah 29.11 says. King James is great, you know what I mean? Jeremiah 29.11, everybody's very familiar with this scripture, but sometimes I think we lose focus on the fact that Jesus said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end, right? So God's planning for you. He's got a good plan. Your plans are not going to hurt you, and he's making sure you have what? A good hope and a good future, right? That's God. That was his idea. Well, here's what Philippians 3, 12 through 14 says. And you all know this. Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Look what it says here. Because we all know this. It's a press. It said, not as though I had already attained, either was I already perfect, but I follow that after I which have been apprehended by Jesus Christ. He's saying, I follow that thing that apprehended me. Okay, well, what do you do? Brethren, I count myself not to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. What's that? I forget the past. That's a big one. Why? Because you can never hold on to the future hanging on to the past. You can't reach forth for the future holding on to the past. You can't be, you can't be hanging on looking this way. And you know what I mean? Can't do it, man. You know what I mean? You got to be quick to be what? Let go. Now look what it says here. Reaching forth into those things which are before. So you're you're kind of stretching, you know, you're leaning into it, you know? Press towards the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Wow, that's a good one, right? Now, he, that's big, so this is a press. I'm leaving the past behind. I'm going forward. So here's what I want. Here's a question, right? What do I need to do to make this the best year of my life? What do I need to know to make this the best year of my life? What do I need to put on to make this the best year of my life? And what do I need to put off? Because obviously there's some things that got to change. You know, and I said this the other day during prayer. I said, if you've been walking a half a mile for a year and you want to get greater endurance in walking, you're probably going to have to start walking three quarters of a mile to a mile. You just got to up the game. It's the same thing with spiritual stuff. If you're like, man, I want to grow spiritually, you're going to probably have to add some scriptures. And I thought about this. This was big, right? So we're doing five minutes of prayer a day. I like that. And you're probably doing more than five minutes. You should be. Maybe you're doing, maybe you add five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes in the evening. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever works for you. But one of the things I thought about was, I'm getting ready. It's funny, we just talked about this. I'm getting ready to um, start doing some confessions. You know? And I thought about this. So if I give you one confession a week for 52 weeks, 
right? We'll put it on the app. And I, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I read the whole thing, right? What's your life going to look like if, if you take this? Just go slow. I went from five minutes of prayer to 15 minutes of prayer a day. And I went on the 52-week plan of scriptures. You're going to have 52 scriptures in you at the end of the year you're going to be more familiar with. You're going to have a whole lot more time in prayer at the end of the year than you ever imagined. And now this year is going to look different than any other year because you leaned into it spiritually a little stronger than years before. That's the big thing. Now look what it says in Ephesians 4.22. Okay? 22, 23, and 24. You've seen this before, but you got to get an understanding of this because this is big. Watch. Put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is a corrupt, according to deceitful lust. See right there? He said, get rid of this old guy's thinking. This 2023 thinking ain't going to work in 2024. Look what it says. Put on the new man. Well, what's this new man all about? This new man has been created in righteousness and true holiness. Well, what now? What I say? Put on the new man. Put off the old man. Look what it says. Wherefore, what? Putting away, lying. Speak the truth. Every man to his neighbor. We are members one of another. See, it's mentality, right? So, what's he saying? What do I got to do? Put off the old man. Put on the new man. So, you got to have a brand new you for twenty-four. See what I'm saying? Look at Romans 3.12. Right? Look at just, I'm sorry, Romans 13.12. My bad. Romans 13.12. Give them a minute because I uh, I messed it up. Right? Romans 13.12. Now, some of you are familiar with this one because it says like the night is nearly over and the day is almost here. The night is far spent. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Right? So what's that basically saying? Get rid of the deeds of darkness and stay in the light. Look at the next verse. Let us walk honestly as in the day of the Lord. Don't be getting in this craziness. This is why I'm telling you right here. Don't riot. Don't be drunk. Don't get in no trouble. Right? But look at verse 14. But put ye on the Lord. Now let me ask a question. If Jesus is living in you, how do you put him on you? How do I make no provision for the flesh? You ever ask yourself that? He's living in me. How do I put him on me? You got to put it on your mind and in your heart and on your mind, and then you'll know how to respond. See what I'm saying? Put on the new man. It's a mentality. Put on the new. It's like a man looking in the mirror of the word, forgets what manner of man he is, walks away self-deceived. Don't be that man. Look at Galatians 3.27. Same kind of talk. Put on. So let's talk about this put on business. Put on. Put on. You ever see, you know, you ever like, you ever have anybody act up, maybe like family member or like your brother or your little kid. They're put, you know, we call say, boy, they're putting on a show, ain't they? You know what I mean? Sometimes they just put on an attitude or a behavior pattern. Like they got an audience. You know what I mean? Jesus is telling you, put on me. Act like me, walk like me, mimic me. Look what it says, Galatians 3.27. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, put them on. Put them on. 
You know what I like in this too? Every one of you got a jersey. You know, I got one. I got a Florida Gator one for all the Gator fans out there, right? It says PC Sarno on the back. I ain't, that's another thing too. Some of you are funny, right? You want to wear stuff. Put it on there, man. Put on whatever you want. You know, like when you put your jersey on, you go to the game. I mean, what do you do when you put a jersey on? I act like a fan. What do I do when I put a suit on? Right? Certain environments. I act like a businessman. Sometimes I put work clothes on. What do I do? I act like a guy that's working. Sometimes I put on a swimsuit. What do I do with that? I go swimming in the ocean. I put it on. I put on the right clothing for what? For in the, na- in the natural, I put on the right clothing for the situation. You don't show up, you know, certain places looking like a goofball. You don't put your work clothes on and go to a Christmas party with your family, New Year's Eve party, no. You don't go to some fancy dinner wearing, you know, some jacked up looking holy shirt that you've been painting in all month. No, Why? Because you put on the right clothing for the attire, for the position. That's what he's saying. He said, put on this mindset that you're serving me. Put on me when you go into situations. Now, here's a big thing. Okay? So I'm learning what to put on. Jesus is big. Remember I talked about the open doors? Look at 1 Corinthians 16, 9. 1 Corinthians 16.9, I like this one. For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Where are these doors? Where are these opportunities? 2024 is a year of opportunity. 2024 is a year of destiny for you. 2024 is a year for you to fulfill great supernatural dreams. But where are these, where are these opportunities? You're going to start praying for these opportunities. You're going to start believing God for these opportunities. You're going to start expecting these opportunities, and you're going to walk in these things. You know what I mean? This is big. You don't want to be worried about stuff. So here's the reflection. What, what are you hearing so far from heaven? You might be like, Pastor Chris, I ain't heard nothing yet. Well, now it's time to go spend time with God. What do you think about what you've been hearing? You know, maybe God's like, hey, man, this is the year we, you know, whatever, we get fit or we get the business off the ground or we get, I don't know, we take, maybe you're in a relationship and it needs to go to another level. I don't know. You know, what are you going to do about what you're hearing? You know, so the first question is 2024. What are you hearing about 2024? Well, I ain't heard nothing. Well, you ain't spending time with God. After you hear, what do you think about it? God might be like, hey, you got to fulfill some things, man. And then what will you do with what you heard? How are you going to put this thing in motion? So here's the way I'm starting. So write this down because this is for getting you prepped up for Sunday. What have you hear? What have you, in the point of your relationship right now for 2024, what are you hearing? Well, you know, Pastor, I ain't spent time with God yet. Now it's time to get, some of you did, some of you haven't. So here we go, check, right? If you haven't spent time with God, spend time with God. After you spend time with God, what did you hear? You know, this might be your year. God's like, I don't know, get fit, get get healthy. Uh, I had somebody the other day. They said, I got to get my finances in order. I said, 
And I'm going I'm to I'm tell you, I gave them this, point number one, and they did it. By the time I told them on a Tuesday, by the time Sunday came around, no, I told them on a Wednesday, by the time Sunday came around, they got the thing in motion. I'm going to show you why. What did you hear, and what has impacted you enough to motivate you to do something? What do you think about it? What, what challenge did you receive after you heard? What change are you going to have to make? What, what positive thinking are you going to have to keep to fulfill this thing? What are you going to do? How are you going to put it into practice? What are you going to do with it? Well, the big one is what? Stop making excuses and start today. This is the big one. That's what I was telling this guy the other day. I said, dude, you got to get this financial thing in order. You need to get a financial planner and you need to stop waiting because all you're doing is killing time. And you young people better pay attention. You need to start today, man. Oh, I, I can't. Well, no, you got to sacrifice a little bit. You stop making excuses. Start today. You know what I mean? Some of you, you're 50 years old. Well, you know, I'm going to no, know today. Right? And then what's the first thing we do when it's big? Well, I don't know if I can do it. I don't care what it is, right? God tells you, I don't know, whatever he tells you to do. You know, maybe you play and God says, become a member of the choir or a big member of the team. Well, I, they're not going to want me. We make excuses, don't we? Well, you know, I would really like to go for the promotion at work, but I don't know if I have what it takes. Are you kidding me? Look at Judges 16, 15, and 16. I love this, right? It's about Gideon, right? Check this out. Judges 6, yeah, 6, yeah, I'm sorry, 6, 15, and 16. That was my bad. I got, I got all excited. I, got, I get excited. I start talking about these guys, man. Judges 6, 15, and 16. And he said unto him, Gideon starts making excuses. Where shall I save Israel? You know what he's saying? How in the world am I going to save the nation of Israel? I belong from the small... When, when he said, I am, I'm from the smallest tribe and my family is the weakest, my family is the poorest in the tribe. I'm least in the father's house. And I'm the youngest. Look what he said. And the Lord said in him, surely I'll be with you. But check this out, right? He said, and I'm the youngest and I'm the least important person in my family. That's what he said, right? He said, I'm the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, now I'm going to be with you and I'll make sure you're going to win. I'll be with you and you'll win. You'll beat the Mediites, right? Ain't that a big one, right? Isn't that what we do? I don't have what it takes. Somebody else is more qualified. Why did God give me this to do? How in the world am I going to do it? Stop making excuses, Stop thinking you're not the one. I'll tell you, that's one of the biggest mistakes I think everybody makes when they first get saved. You don't believe in you enough. That's not ego, but you got to believe in you, otherwise you won't train. You know? This, this is a big one, right? Well, I made so many mistakes in the past. I've failed so many times in the past. How in the heaven do I think this year is going to be the best year of my life? Ain't, that's a big one, right? Like, man, I went on a diet... 56 times last year. Come on, give me an amen. Right? 
right? I, I'll be personal. I, I'll be transparent. Man, I jumped out the gate, man. I had that dude. Man, I got it all dialed in. I was tearing it up, right? All of a sudden, I'm not thinking no more. I'm not paying attention. I'm not meal prepping. Next thing you know, bro, 15 pounds later, here we are. I'm just telling you the truth, man. I don't care. I don't worry. I'll call me out. Bro, you know what I mean? I went from abio to flabio. Man, I had, I had abs. Now I got flabs. I don't know what I got. I went from abs to slabs. I don't know. The dude wants pictures every week. He's wearing me out too. Don better not be watching, right? But I'm being serious, right? You're not paying attention. It's like, well, how in the heaven am I going to? Well, okay. Well, you know, I tried at work. I tried for the promotion 19 times. Maybe the 20th is the charm. Get out there and do it. Stop making excuses of you failed so many times in the past. I can't. You know, this marriage is jacked up. We went to counseling. We read the books. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, stop sitting and stagnating. Make this marriage the best year of your life. Make your relate. I got people. Their focus is their kids for the year. I think that's a great goal. Like, you only got your kids. I, I got a 17 and 18. You know what I mean? And Lauren, you know, she's on her own. But the ones that are in the house, man, I only got a little window, man. They're out the door before you blink. So you might say, man, this year I got some young kids in the home. And if I could take a year and focus on their personal development by the time, what's wrong with that? You know, sometimes I think you guys don't, don't go pray. I really, I'm, I'm not being transparent. I love you. I'm your pastor. But I like to kick you. Like, you might just go there and go, man, 2024 is about the best marriage I've ever had. And I'm going to focus 12 months on making this thing great. What's wrong with that? You might be personal development. You know what I mean? Like, man, I'm going to have the best. Yeah, I'm going to master my, and I'm going to tell you right here now, uh, if you got some kind of trade or you got a business, you need to go master your craft. Get to become the best. Do some personal development. What? Because what's the big thing? Well, you know, I don't want to do it because, you know, you know, stuff's going to be, 2024 is going to have challenges. Are you kidding me? You're not in control of the future. Nobody is. Don't let it be an excuse like, well, you know, last time I tried it, you know, it, it, and this came up. Oh, we tried to save money, but the car broke. Nah, man, don't make no excuses. Oh, we tried to work on our marriage, but you know, we got kids. What are you, are you kidding me? Oh, I tried to spend more time with the kids, but the job. I'm going to tell you now, you ain't going to like it. I got people, right? I had this lady. She had the worst job in the world for her kid. Single mom. She's telling you how it goes, man. She, I'm, I said, you need to believe God for a better job. That job is miserable. You cannot raise a child with them kind of hours. That is horrendous. So first thing we got to do, you can't be quitting a job. You need to put food on the table. We need to believe God and you need to go hand out. You need to have 10 resumes a week in a different place because this job stinks. This kid need. They're looking at me like I got marbles in my head. You can believe God for all this, but you can't believe God for a new stinking job. Come on, man. You need to get with it. Some of you, man. I'm just pastoring you, man. I'm just telling you how it is. You know, like my hours, the kid, you know, single mom, I get it. It's hard. I'm not going to say, and you need to, and I didn't say get a job where you make less money. I said, you, tell, you go get it, and you go get a job 
where you can make more money than you're making right now, will believe God, and you tell God, I'm doing this for my kid, you watch the job you get. You get a better job than that stinking job you got now. But we you know, you you too spiritual. Yeah, I'm too spiritual. You're not saved. That's your problem. You know? No, you're rough. You're rough. You're so rough with us. You're rough. I'm not rough. I'm sane. What is the matter with these people? Well, I don't know the future. Well, who in the heaven does? Well, I'm waiting for the right time. Ecclesiastes said, stop looking at the wind and all that stuff. Perfect conditions. You know, Ecclesiastes 11.4? Oh, put that, in the, put that in the living Bible. It'll make more sense. Ecclesiastes 11.4. This is big. If you wait for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. Well, you know, I'm going to launch this business when I got more cash stored up. Well, maybe there's something to that. But if it's been 10 years, you better get moving. Well, you know, I'm going to get fit, but, well, you know, we're going to get married, but. No, there ain't, there ain't no buts about it, man. Stop waiting for perfect conditions in these arenas before you go do something. You have to start, you know, asking yourself these questions. Well, I got it. I don't know. You know, nobody knows the, the economy is going to get messed up. Oh, my God. The economy has been getting messed up for the last 30 years. Where you been? You know what? It's going to be good. It's going to be bad. Some of you right now, interest rates are through the roof. They're getting a little better, right? Well, I got to wait till the interest rates get better to buy a house. Maybe you do, but I'm going to say something, and some of you ain't going to like this. Man, what happens when we were paying 12% interest on, it, on money before? Well, you know what I mean? I get it. I don't want you getting over your head, but isn't that appreciating asset going to be more to you in the future than an interest rate that's going to change? I'm just asking. Look, man, you got to understand what are my assets? What is a liability? How do I do this? Man, everything you got with Christ is a sure thing. Woo! I'm excited about Jesus. I don't know about you. I know 2024 is going to be awesome, right? I'm such a pain. I like push you and you guys are awesome. You still let me do it. They're like, what are we going to talk about next week? Oh, praise the Lord. What are we going to do this week? So stop making excuses. Stop thinking you don't have what it takes. Stop thinking you failed in the past. Stop thinking, oh, it over. Nah, cut it out. Start making moves and believe in God to bring next level thinking in your life. So here's where we're at, and this is a wrap. <coughs> Excuse me. It's Wednesday. Okay? You got Thursday. You got Friday. You got Saturday. You even got a little bit of time Sunday before you get them in the building. Take time and ask God. Okay? What do I need to do what do, I need? what do I need to know for 2024? What do I need to do? What do I need to put on? What do I need to put off from now to Sunday? Simple. Right? And then, in the midst of it, you're going to ask God, what do you want me to give? Now, before we get there, right, you're going to ask God, what am I fasting? What, what am I doing? What am I entering in this for? You should ask yourself this by now, but I know some of you, I catch you when I catch you. Like, 
What am I fasting? Social media, food, water. Like, you know, not water. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you got to drink water and you got to take care of yourself. Don't be goofy. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to I'm gonna fast some food. I'm going to cut back a little bit. Get a little discipline, you know? I'm going to cut out this. I'm gonna, the kids came to me the other day. I think well, the kids were like, we're not going to eat candy, sugar, and all that. Well, I mean, you know, that's a sacrifice for a kid. That's great. God, God will honor it. Well, you know, I don't think God wants us to suck. Yeah, he does. Your flesh is crazy. I'm telling you right here and now. Some of you guys know what I'm saying. You know, like that Daniel fast and some of them fasts where you eat. Man, you get so tired of eating that same stuff over and over in a week. You start getting, you get hangry and you get attitude And you ever see you hungry? You ever, you ever see somebody hungry and they got, we call it hangry? That's flesh. You don't feed your flesh? Let me tell you something about your flesh. Your flesh will scream. We're going to see the real you when you fast. Because some of you ain't going to like you. Because you hungry. I'm hangry, mad, grumpy. Some of you get so silly, you're unbelievable about it, you know? So you just start asking God, what am I fasting? I think it goes like this. Where is my prayer time going to be? When? What am I fasting? And then eventually, what am I giving? And you can even figure out what you're giving during the fast. You know what I mean? Just be ready that last Sunday. You know, I'm like, I'm bringing it, man. I'm going to another level of my faith. My God in heaven. I'm going to sow the best seed of my life. And you know what? I agree with it. Because I'm going to tell you right here now, I don't, I, I, there ain't no other way to prosper without giving. Just the way it works, man. And if you ain't sold out on the system, we'll teach you more about it. But let me pray for you. Father, I thank you that as we get ready to prepare ourselves for transformation 2024, you're going to speak to every single person. You're going to speak to every church member. You're going to speak to every partner. And you're going to give them clear direction on what to do and what to pray and what, when they're going to pray and what to fast and how they're going to fast and what to give and when they're going to sow. I thank you, Father, that only you could speak to your people about where you want to take them. We know we're removing every limitation. And we are going to walk in the greatest victory of our life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord, guys. I cannot wait to see you Sunday. We're going to be taking communion. We're going to be kicking off the fast. And Supernatural Season 2024 is going to be life-changing. I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you Sunday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.